not unique. Please check around. My goodness, it's close to it. Ah, uh, stand up, baby. We're all standing. Everyone's standing. Everybody get up. All right, hello and welcome back to the Big Stiff Podcast. I am your host, Jack, joined by the co-host boys, Ross and Scotty. How are we, lads? Good, mate. Good, mate. How are you? Going well? Oh, I'm not, not too bad. Not too bad, I think. How's the how's the weekend of footy treating you lads? I think we're having a bit of technical difficulties with uh old Rossi boy over there, but um you know, how's the how's the weekend of footy treating us? Oh, a couple of games these. this weekend. Yeah, oh, I hate these weeks. I hate the ball. Oh mate, rounds. Bulldogs played well. I thought yeah. they would have won. Yeah, they did go all right. Roosters weren't that good though, so that, yeah. that was pretty pretty bad. I Things think Robbo was Robbo was filthy at the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot closer the, than Watch out Walker How's the big call with the The origin uh, Up to the goal yep. Coast boys he, What's that? I think you said Huge. I think origin's been moved to Gold Coast How was it? Oh uh, yeah uh, yeah. Well if it has to be done It has to be done You know Because yeah. Sydney's Sydney's right. in disarray At the moment it is. All right, we're joined here by uh, Red Cliffs Dolphins player Sheldon Peterman. How are we, brother? Good. The big stiffy crew. How are we? <laughs> good, mate. Good, mate. Welcome. Good, mate. Good. Welcome Thanks. to the big stiff. Thanks for having me on. Um, that's all good. Uh, we're going to start off here. Quick quick fire 10 questions for the listeners, just, <coughs> just to get to know you just to, just a little bit better. Um, Favourite movie? Um, I, I reckon um, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's Gunner a good movie. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that is a good movie. How do, you like, the... how do you like them apples? Yeah, I was just about oh. to say that. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cracking movie. Yeah, that's, God, that's the best part in that bar. Yeah. <laughs> favorite favorite song? Um, what you know, eighteen fourteen eight, Jacks. Yep. They just sure bought do. out. They just bought out a song called um Holiday. That's my favorite run right now. Ooh, but I don't know. I don't know what my favorite one playlist. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite one is all time. Uncle Bob's yeah, in the I think background here in my house. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Redemption. Song. We do love Uncle Bob around here. Redemption yeah. song is a good song. Um, he's what about all he's time? <laughs> <laughs> Going off that, then favorite artist. Um, I don't know. I, I like Six Sixty, but because they're, they're just easy to listen to them yeah. anytime, any place. Yeah, you can sing like along LAB. to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ali B, yeah. 660. Um, favorite beverage on a night out? What's your go-to? I've been I can't stand beer. I'm a footballer that doesn't like beer. Can't stand oh, it. Oh yeah. no. Off what cocaine. do you like? What do you like? I'm like CCs. That's oh, you're a CC drinker. Right. Yeah, like it's CCs, not bad yeah. though. Beer yeah, or whiskey like good, a good change. Good change. The black yeah. cans, mate. Couple of pre's yeah. on black Ooh. cans. Ripping <laughs> on your way. Uh, <laughs> Ripping a tearin. All right. Favorite league player growing up. Um, growing up, it was Cameron Smith, which was probably not really someone I'd lost because I'm nothing like Cameron Smith. So I should have chose someone else. <laughs> like, but yeah, Cameron's my favorite player. He's just he's all time. But I should have I should have idolized someone like yeah, like Isaac Luke or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, biggest fear. My fear, yeah, biggest fear. Oh, probably someone close to me getting hurt. Maybe, yeah. I'd say that's a good one. 
Um, yeah. Now, when you were younger, when you were younger, what were you? Yeah, was it was, was that was real deep, man. When you were younger, what would you what what did you see yourself being? Um, oh, an an NRL player through and through. It was oh, I was like tunnel vision, NRL. Yeah. So I yeah, remember. I think of it. Yeah, yeah. Full tunnel That's vision. That's a really from probably, thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. From it like was... six years old to probably maybe a, a few years ago, like yeah, maybe yeah. till I was twenty, twenty one, twenty two, where I sort of started enjoying other yeah. things and got a good job. Well, I grew so, up. Yeah. I grew up with you, so I do remember that. I definitely remember doing. Uh, yeah, that's all you were talking about all through the all through the ranks, and I was the opposite. I wanted to be an All Black, but ooh, yeah, here we are. Now. <laughs> Forty. Yeah. <laughs> um, pro player. Yeah, yeah. That's the closest I'm going to get to the NRL, mate. <laughs> um, your favorite hero? Your hero as a kid? I mean, sorry, not your favorite hero. Like a genuine hero? Or are we talking Marvel superhero? We'll go Genuine both. Like, yeah, well. <laughs> nah, um, hero, hero. I, it's like someone I you idolised. I definitely look up to my parents. I think like my parents are my first point of contact for advice. Um, yeah. Dad was definitely my rugby league hero growing up. Um, but like now that I've gotten older, I've probably found I've got a lot more in common with mum. And yeah. quite often if I've got a drama, I go to her now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mum and dad, a superhero. Iron Man. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero Iron Man. Well, mine's actually Doctor Strange, so that's, Is a, it? Bit, that's a bit left field. Yeah, I love Doctor Strange, bro. What about yours, <laughs> Rossi and Scotty's? What, what What are your guys' favourite Marvel heroes? Oh, Marvel. I'm not really big on the Marvel oh. scene. I'll, yeah. Um, yeah, well, well, I don't like I don't like Lord of the Rings, so take that on. I did like Batman <laughs> growing up. That's not Marvel. You, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Thor's, Thor's pretty good. I'm yeah. anti-Batman. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. He's just Spider-Man Marvel? Sp- Spider-Man's Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll go Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now answer this one carefully, Shell. Uh, blonde yeah. or brunette, mate? Uh, brunette, easy. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they yeah. can't stop it. Tan skin, tan skin, half cast, green eyes, curly brown hair. <laughs> so you're just you're just explaining your misses. That, yeah, yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, now, now, all my mates know that. All my mates could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, final question here. If you could have a beer with three people in the world, no matter who it is, uh, who would it be? Right. Currently, right now, this it would probably be whoa, that's a hard question. The, my my first instinct said my my couple of best mates that I hang out with all the time right now, um, Leon mm-hmm. and Jarrett, like we just through and through enjoy each other's company. So that's two. And then I'll think outside the box of the third one, it would Probably like a famous person sort of thing. I, would, I don't know, like maybe like LeBron James or something. That'd be pretty yeah. sick. Like just yeah. picking his brains. Yeah. Like it's so yeah. fun here. Like they've got so many stories, those blokes. Like we've got Ooh, yeah. Justin Hodges. We've got like Justin Hodges as part of our coaching staff right now. 
Mm. Oh, Jesus. Like, they've just the people like that have just they've done so much and when you get them going like you just drop a keyword in somewhere in your combo yeah. get them started and yeah. the, the <laughs> stories mate best stories come out of his mouth ever mate you'll just be like to lebron james you'll be like so basketball eh and that'll be over yeah. for the night <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the outside of the basketball stories i'd like to hear yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. step away from basketball yeah. tell me about your nights out tell me yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> that well, yeah. Basketballers' nights out would be a bit different. Yeah. Oh, Dennis Rodman. Well. How good would it be to talk to him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a lot of stories. All right. Yeah, well, let's get off. stuck straight into it. Um, let's get to know you just even just just a little bit more for everyone out there. Yeah. Uh, where did you grow up, bro? Uh, Christchurch, North Canterbury, down in the South Island, in New Zealand, with Jacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what club did you play for there? Um, you know, and was obviously we've heard it before, but was was league always your first sport, or did you look at any other sports at any point, like a, like like a rugby or something like that? Um, no, I didn't look at other sports. I have had a couple of games of rugby at school, but like I grew up around league because my parents had me quite young, and my dad he was still playing when I was growing up. So he was still playing when I was growing up. So echo. <laughs> He's he's yeah he's lagged out anyway anyway what was we'll, the we'll first part of that question? Um, uh, what club did you play for and was League oh yeah that's first right. sport? yeah 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 Northern Bulldogs I I grew up playing for well, they were Cowboy Bulldogs when I was young and now they're Northern Bulldogs now um oh no I would like to go back and play there again yeah yeah I had one year I had one year at another club at Celebration just yeah. purely because they had a good that. coach yeah they had a good coach so. Winning. They had a good team. Yeah, yeah. So it had a year over there learning off a good coach. He was the next first grader to coffee, so he was well, good what, for what, me. What, what age did you come to Australia? Uh, I, as soon as I finished school. So I spent, like, as soon as I finished school, I went straight to Melbourne. Okay. When I was yeah. 17. So yeah, was, yeah, seven. Yeah. To the end of 2013, I left Christchurch. Okay. And... um. Playing in the under twenties and living away from home, um, did you get homesick at all? Um, you know, did yeah, did you get homesick? Uh, were you worried about living yeah. away from home? And um, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about it because, like, I always knew that I wanted to do it. And obviously, there's no team in Christchurch, so there, I was yeah. always going to have to leave home. But mm. I definitely, I, I was probably homesick for like maybe two or three weeks, yep. where like. I think I cried once, my first night. Yeah. I found a little. I found a little note that my sisters left in my bag with a like photo of us three. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh. I was around. I was around so many boys who uh, like were in the same situation as me, and we just caught up all the time. And before you knew it, like without even noticing, I wasn't homesick anymore. So yeah, like it. Yeah, I fell in. I and- fell into it pretty easy. And was Queensland always the destination? You didn't look at uh, Sydney or anything like, or or Melbourne. Well, Melbourne was. I did move to Melbourne, so I oh, went yeah. from Christchurch to Melbourne. Melbourne, and, and then you went across to Queensland, and then I went. No, nah, then I went to Auckland, and oh, then okay. and and then to Queensland. So, jeez, Queens, yeah, Queensland was my last and current destination. Oh wow! So you've moved around from quite your... a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've jumped around a bit. Your first stint in the under twenties, obviously, um, was that was the Warriors? Melbourne? No, nah, Melbourne. Was that Melbourne? Oh, yeah. What was the, oh, what was okay. the ex- 
what was your experiences learning there? Like, you know, going Yeah, going good. Forward? Like, just like, just being chucked in their system. Obviously, like, if, if anyone who watches rugby league, they know that the Storm's probably got the best systems, like, structurally. Yeah. Like, it's just drilled yeah. into every single one of them. So, like, for me, especially coming from Christchurch, like, the rugby league in Christchurch is not overly strong. So, like, structurally, from a player, especially as a hooker as well, who's, like, needs to be good structurally, Going from Christchurch to Melbourne was a huge shock, like yeah. mm. detail wise. Mm. And but, um, like, yeah, did yeah. you learn off any of uh, you know like anyone that was worth notice there? Like a, oh, like I trained Smith? with, I trained with first grade a couple of times, but it was did it you? was probably around Origin time where like Slater Cronk and Smith left. Yep, but yep. it was still wicked, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 20s, your 20s coach ranked you. Yeah, 20s, 20s range, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, they yeah, still yeah. are serious players. Yeah, I, I, I got one training where they all trained. So the big three trained. Oh, wow. I got to train with them. Yeah, and I was in. The, they, I wasn't. Didn't get to train with them. I was in like the opposite team, opposing against them. Yeah, but it was still sick. Do you reckon yeah. what was that, that, that particular training session you ripped in even harder than ever before? Oh, I don't know, because yeah, like you're real nervous. Like you don't want to go yeah, out yeah. and big note. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to go out and just, be like, like a spear tackle Billy in the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. Get that in you, or just go up and call yeah. Cameron Smith so you get a call up. Yeah, nah, yeah. I'm the nine I now. Would not even think yeah. about trying anything like that. Eh? Yeah. You, yeah. Imagine nah. the legal battles you could face. Is there any kind of legal battles you could face if you do that? No, I, don't not know. I wouldn't have ended up getting kicked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I guess a lot, a lot of people don't understand like the work that goes into actually making the under 20 side. So, can you tell us a little bit about like the jump from playing club footy and then going to under 20s and then even the jump from 20s to NRL standard, just for those listeners who have no idea? Yeah. So, especially coming from Christchurch, that level straight. Like, I went straight to Melbourne. Like, my first couple of weeks when I was homesick, like, jumping into a Melbourne preseason was fucked. Like, <laughs> it, like my first two weeks when I wasn't my happiest, like, I'm running up and down the pad. I, th- I think I spewed nearly every session in Melbourne wow. during that Melbourne preseason. Like, it's still, still to this date is is their preseason was the hardest. This was under 20s preseason as well. Theirs was the hardest to date. No. No dramas at all, but like that's that you get a big squad too. Like people think, like, oh yeah, I'm in the Melbourne Twenty squad. Like you're in and you play every week, but like it's a squad of thirty, and like yeah. unless you're like one of the established players, you're sort of on edge. You're on edge every week in terms of selection. Like yeah, there's thirty blokes there every single week, like working their butt off trying to play. So yeah, it is a it is a big jump from club to twenties, just in terms of competition wise and. 20s was real quick as well, so like just the the pace of the game because everyone's so young, keen, fit, and fast. Like the pace of 20s was insane. And then mm. I haven't played, I haven't played NRL, but it's the same situation. Like I'm playing for the Dolphins right now, which is the Warriors feeder club, mm. and people think, like I say to them, oh, I'm with Redcliffe, and they'll be like, oh, you know, when you get in the call up to the Warriors, and it's like. Mate, I know that sounds pretty easy because it's only one step above, but it's a fair jump. Like, there's so much competition. Yeah. 
yeah. know, well, they, don't just, funny, they don't just pick from us. That's funny you mentioned the the Warriors and the Dolphins have that connection now because that was a Broncos connection for so long. But at the start of the year when Reese Walsh went across to the Dolphins, um, like a couple of the lads said, oh, he's training 5'8". Um, that, that's like probably a potential move that the Warriors are going to use him at. And um, sure enough, the first week he debuted, he was in the halves or not, he was training at the halves rather than he played fullback, but then he, he switched up to the halves now. So yeah. How was that with Reese Walsh? Yeah. He, well, I was injured when he came and trained with us, but like, obviously I was still there and met him and everything, yeah. but, and he, he played in the halves because our fullback Trey Fuller is a freak. Like okay. could play NRL, no worries. So I yeah. think the Warriors weren't phased that, like our coach, the Redcliffe coach, wanted to put Reese Walsh in the halves, and he killed it. I think he he just, he just you could put him at prop and he'd probably kill it. You know, like yeah. Mm. Yeah. he's just he just he's plays with talent. so much freedom. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just a footballer. Like, was he way too good for Q Cup? Was he good? Way too good. Like you, you know that like where there's players who are like way too good for Q Cup, and they're just like they just blitz everyone. Was he one of those guys? Uh, not not like not. Not through and through, but like I think no matter what level you put it put him in, like he's gonna be just as good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it reminds me, me. What? reminds me of a um a younger version of Kalen Ponga. Like, yeah. Lightning. Yeah, yeah Kalen Ponga's a little bit bigger, obviously, but um but yeah, he just reminds me of him so much. Uh, I just I just yeah. hate watching Reese Reese Walsh on the T V when I'm when if I'm off girls, eh? Because they just all love him. Oh, he's oh, a good looking You seen her carry on yeah. on Facebook? Oh, he's my a, God. He's got a nice he's, smile. He's a bit of a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, being at the Redcliffe Dolphins there, Shell, um, wh- who are some of the other players you've played with, like, there, other than Walsh? You know, one player that was I would have loved to play with um, who, who used to come back is Benji Marshall. Oh, but, yeah. Oh. You know what was dog shit is when he came back, I got dropped. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hated it when he came back. Yeah, so he'd go to the halves, <laughs> and the half who was killing it would go to bench hooker. So I'd, every time he came back, I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who who was yeah. your um? Who was your under twenties coach for Melbourne? Uh, Cal- oh, for, for Melbourne, yeah. Matt Adamson. Matt Adamson. He used to play okay. NRL for Penrith. Psycho. Is he? <laughs> No wonder he's got flogged then. <laughs> yeah. Psycho. Like, full, just like, no detail to him. Just like, your old school rough and tumble, rah, like, smash the whiteboard up at halftime sort of dude. Oh, no. oh yeah. Jesus. Like, Redcliffe is such an institution for, like, Q Cup. It's been around forever. Have the old boys, like, they've got some serious names on their old boy list, like Tady and Petro and all those, that generation of Broncos. Do they, are they still connected to the club? Uh, they are. I think, I haven't seen Brent Tate around at all, but I know Petro, I think he does a little bit with the juniors, but okay. not mm. with us. I think he actually came and played his, like, when he retired from NRL. Yes, he his, yeah. yeah, he came and played for Redcliffe for a year, but I, yeah. that was the year before I got there. so But they would have been yeah. wicked playing with him. Like, he's oh, all yeah. time. Do you, reckon oh, that, that yeah. do you reckon they're a shout to get the um, NRL gig for the 2023 20, yeah. season? Oh, they're, they're talking to, about us. Yeah. Oh, okay. like, 
I don't know. They've just got everything, like the facilities, the money, the the leagues club, the juniors. Like, mm. yeah, they've just got it. They've just got everything going for them. I think. I don't know here's how a, they couldn't be the right club for here's it. Here's another one for you, if you're comfortable with answering it. Um, we've seen a lot of off-field dramas of late. Have you had any off-field dramas in your career? Nah, I've always been pretty good. Like, I can carry on a little bit, but... Luckily, honestly, nah, luckily I've been fine. Like, I yeah. haven't had any, like, anything out in the media. Like, I'm always pretty careful what I put on social media. Like, some of the yeah. stuff that goes up, you just think, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, there's time. a time and place for some things, you know. If I'm out camping with the boys out in the middle of the bush and no one's around, then, yeah, like, I'll carry on the treat. But... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this this one here is a bit of a tough one here, Shell. Um, remember watching you back in the days on the TV. You made the big breakaway and then get tackled from behind. Then you know you, you break your pretty much break your leg, wasn't it? Your tib and fib. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tip, um, just above my ankle. Yeah. Just just on the mental side of things, what was your first thoughts? Obviously, your first you know like when when inj- when getting injured. Um. Yeah, that was the worst situation ever because like it was on the 80th minute and we had already won. We had already won, so yeah. like I could have literally just booted it out and my whole year would have been so much better. But I don't know. Like it wasn't sort of like a a niggly injury that was holding me out. Like I knew I was done for the season. So I don't know. I've always been pretty stable, like mentally. So I wouldn't. Yeah. I didn't struggle too mentally. I did start struggling a bit more as I got closer to playing. Like the closer and closer I got to playing, the worse I found it. Because like I, all I wanted to do, like when I started running, I just wanted to do more. I wanted to do contact. Just wanted to run more, and they they wouldn't let me. Which is mm. obviously like they knew what they were doing. Like they yeah. they were just. I just wanted to keep pushing and keep pushing because the boys were like close to making a grand final, and like I would have been pretty close. To being fully recovered by sort of the semi final, grand final. So, like, yeah, the closer and closer we got to that, the more I was like, fuck, I just want to do more and more. But yeah, it didn't didn't work out like that. But I was good to go. I was good to go by the um, next preseason. So, but it was shit having that whole year off. You know, it would have been a real good year yeah. to sort of cement a spot the re- there at the Warriors. What's the recoveries like, like in, in a professional, professional like area like, like the under 20s Warriors? Yeah, good. The Warriors were real good. Like, <clears throat> I don't know, everything there and the way they looked after their 20s wars was unreal. Like, yeah. just, oh, they've got, like, because we obviously have access as 20s players to all the NRL stuff, yeah. like all their recovery gear. And, like, they got, you ever heard of those Alter Gs? No. Like, so yeah. when you come back from a real bad leg injury, like, you sort of get strapped in, like, a, it's like a treadmill, but like a yeah, massive. Yeah. Actually, I have seen them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team. Like, all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. is, like, state-of-the-art. Like, we don't have one of those at Redcliffe, and I can't imagine any Queensland Cup team having one. But, like, when you're yeah. part of an NRL system, you, you get those sort of luxuries. So you Jesus. do get looked after real good. You know, free physios. Like, they got physios running around their fronts, you know. Did you <laughs> – when, when when you did um, that injury, did you uh, get the joys of getting on the green whistle? I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 30 it seconds. yeah, nah, good. Like, obviously, at the time, in my head, I wasn't thinking, like, fuck yeah, green whistle. But yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> I've got, got a gun green whistle story. So we're over in um, 
PNG because uh, Papua New Guinea is in our Queensland Cup comp. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, you, you must know the name Jamil Hopawati. He's just gotten so much shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So him and a couple of other, other boys in our team. So when you're in PNG, you pretty much get locked away because of mm-hmm. how hectic it is like, mm-hmm. on the streets. And the, the boys just get bored. And yep. boredom is just screams trouble. Yeah, and like they they usually put on a bar tab for us. Like they usually put a bar tab for us, so the, oh, the boys man. are drinking away, and they've eyed up <laughs> the the doctor's medical bag. <laughs> so, <laughs> three of the three of the boys, three of the boys, and no, not, none of the, I don't even think the coaching staff know this. Yeah, so. <laughs> three of the boys have found the doctor's medical kit bag, opened it up. And just chugged away on the screen whistle until she's all done and dusted and had a great night. They reckon I don't. Oh, I was there. Cool. I was there, but I wasn't there physically. Oh, that would have been so <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, but, yeah. And they put the green whistle back too. Hopefully, someone didn't try to use it when they got into the next week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, imagine that! You dislocate your freaking shoulder and they don't have a green whistle or anything. Yeah, it's not doing oh. anything. Keep chugging. <laughs> deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> 45 seconds come on come on it smells yeah. <laughs> it smells like bourbon <laughs> oh man was it was it like the comeback because obviously you know i saw you get injured i was with your parents you know we, we were all pretty devastated um yeah. what was the comeback like like were you a bit wary of obviously doing your tib and fib you're always a bit wary of that first contact well what was it like yeah well um, like I think, like I, I used to think it was fine. Like, oh no, it's not, it's not worrying me at all. But then like, I felt like if I was in a bit of space and someone was coming up behind me, yeah, like I definitely thought about it. And I, yeah. sometimes like I almost looked for front on contact rather than going through a gap. Cause like I didn't want anyone to fall on my legs. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a little, there was a little bit of worry. Eh? But, and yeah. how long did so, that um, stick with you for? How's what? Sorry. How long did that sort of um, anxiety stick with you? Um, oh, probably most of the season. But, like, I've had ongoing mm. issues with, with um, like, from breaking my leg, like, even now. Or mm. probably, like, uh, up to last year. Because apparently, like, so they put, a like, a plate on my little outside bone and they put a big titanium rod through your big bone. And they leave it in there until it's all healed. And once it's oh. all healed, they take it all out. Yeah. And apparently when they take it all out, they're supposed to put in this thing called a tightrope that keeps your two bones. It's, it's pretty much helps out your syndesmosis muscle. Yeah. And yeah. That it's yeah. Apparently it's like mandatory supposed to get done. And when they took mine out, they didn't put one in. And I had no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. So two years down the track, I pulled my syndesmosis muscle and the doctor's like, mate, where's your tightrope? You should have one. And I was like, man, you... I had no idea. It's not like you didn't tick the box for a tightrope on those guys. I was a bit spewing on that, eh? I was holding a bit of a grudge for a while. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, oh, like, to be honest, like, like when I did get the synesmosis injury, like it was through like someone landing on my ankle or something. So... Either yeah. way, it, it still could happen. Like, it's no blame. And were you out for that six to eight week period for that? Syndesmosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a real. I, I got. A, I ended up getting a tightrope put in my leg and had a pretty yeah. bad like 
reaction to the tightrope. So I had to get, like, once my sinus muscles muscle had tightened back up, I actually had to get the tightrope pulled back out. So haven't been that lucky with um, injuries in the last few years, to be honest. I've, yeah, I never grew up as someone who was injury prone, but I seem to always find my way into the side, like, to the sideline lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that? Oh, do, do you feel like that's had a big effect on you progressing your career as well? Yeah, your, your injuries. Oh yeah, like it's yeah, it's always yeah, yeah of course. Like, yeah, I'd be lying if I said no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, especially segue, the, the broken leg. Yeah, yeah, after the whole season. A, mm. a segue from the Dolphins there, Sheldon is um. Potentially, like we know that you're playing with the Dolphins and you're situated over here now. Um, what happens if they do get the 2023 um, expansion gig? Are you how how excited are are you for that? And do you reckon you're a, a red hot chance of making that NRL squad? I don't know. And honestly, it doesn't get talked about around the club. Like it, we know it's a possibility that it might happen, but mate, to be honest, they will sign a whole new roster. Like, yeah. yeah. They'll get given a budget and they'll sign a, a whole new roster and it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't consider any players that were existing there. Like, yeah, that's a shame. You that's know, a... Yeah, like they're jumping into a completely new system. Like he's, yeah, I'm sure a... if you guys watch NRL, you know how like mm. political it can get sometimes with, yeah. Yeah. But is, with like is selection the, and stuff and contracts. Is the, is the NRL that big where you can get like 30 new players from obscurity? Surely the, the Q Cup side... They promote players to the NRL team. Yeah, they try to. I think they'll. I think Redcliffe, like if they do get an NRL team, they'll try bring back some old players that are from Redcliffe that are currently right. in the NRL, like yeah, Tyson probably. Gamble at the Bronx. Like I was speaking to him a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, Tyson said, Gamble, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Love Intensity. He's got him in fantasy. In his, uh, his <laughs> yeah, yeah like I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago, and he said, like if if they get oh. an NRL club, he'll he'll be. Like he'd be screaming for a position at Redcliffe. Mate, I'll, I'll buy him again next year in fantasy. Fuck, he's a god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's a passionate right. player though. Like, like, did you ever play with Tyson Gamble when he was at Redcliffe, Sheldon? Yeah, yeah, heaps. What's what was he like? Because he's he's a very passionate player when he plays with the Broncos. I love it. You know, he gives. I love it. He, he's giving he's giving the more senior players from other teams stick. Was he like that when you were playing with him? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is passionate. Yeah, like he. I think we were. We were having a real shit start to the season uh, in 2019, and we were coming up like well, I don't know. We'd lost like four in a row or something, and there was blowups deluxe at the club. Like mm. when you're losing at Redcliffe, yeah. mate, you don't get given jack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we Tyson Gamble was coming back to play for Redcliffe, and we were about to come up against. Uh, undefeated Sunshine Coast team that had just won like their last 12 straight and we beat them and it was just yeah like Tyson he made such a huge difference in the team not just with his skill and being a footballer but yeah just he just he's competitive you know yeah Yeah, that's what I was gonna say he's not so much passionate he's just such a competitor yeah 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 he competes on every play him getting yeah. into Ramian the other day. Ramian's a big boy too, so you know, it's it good yeah, to I'd, see. I'd, I'd have shot on him. I'd have him oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got he no is. filter on the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Chuck, Chuck there too. I love the Broncos need as well. Like, a bloke who's mm. played six NRL games or whatever it is, just spraying like a two hundred capper. Yeah. Like it's just awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's his job too. You know, you got that six yeah. or seven on your back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be quite young control. still too. Um, I think now, he's a bit younger than me. Mm. Yeah. Um now that you're situated over there, bro, over in Aussie, um what's your plans over there? You still still looking to make the NRL or life after footy now? Getting um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm like definitely become like more life after footy orientated in the last couple of years. I think COVID like cuz last year 2020 the comp got cancelled due to covid you know definitely like i don't know if you asked me when i was 21 what 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 my feelings would have been like if football was cancelled for the year i would have been devastated but i had the best Mm. year ever last year like just stepping away from footy and meeting new people outside of footy and just getting a new insight into some different things was awesome like so and i've got a good like job outside of footy too so like i'm definitely still like I definitely am still 100% committed to footy and I still put my best forward, foot forward like day to day to be a good footballer, but I think I could be happy outside of football too, like if it yeah. was taken away from me or if I was to leave footy, which is, yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I didn't, a, yeah. a lot of footballers don't have that, you know. They, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's they, just footy all the way. They don't have that after footy life and they're not sure yeah. what they want to do and then they end up going into um, depression and, and um, yeah, it's mm, a big yes, thing. that's very it's, true. Yeah, they lose yeah, all their money as well, eh? Yeah, that's yeah, right. So mm. 2020 was like a good test for me to like sort of think back to myself, like, hey, could you like, could I live without footy? Like, yeah. I've sort of mid 20s, I've never played NRL, but always been in a like high performance system, yeah. And like, just knowing that I could leave footy at any time and still be happy. Is a, is a good mm. feeling but at the same that's time i still one. love i still love playing footy and i love being around the boys like that's the biggest part i probably enjoy yeah. about it just turning up training and just talking yeah. shit with the boys and getting around the banner <laughs> like yeah. that's awesome did you any, think- any- oh sorry i was gonna say did your leg appreciate the 12 months off <laughs> my body my body full stop appreciated the last 12 months off like mm. i think the end of 2019 season my last eight games, I had my left shoulder needled for every last wow. game. Like, Gee, yeah, the whole the whole time, just so I couldn't like I didn't train. I barely trained at all for the last eight weeks, so I couldn't even pass. Jesus Christ! Yeah, wow. and then like oh, it, oh, it looked shocking. Like I had two parts on my face stitched. I had my tooth was missing. My front tooth got knocked out. Looked real rugged. Looked like a real footy player, eh? You look like a yeah. Yeah, rugged like a, handsome yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there any thoughts of coming coming back home? Yeah, heaps. Because we we haven't talked about it at all. But my partner lives in New Zealand, so oh okay. Yeah, so there's yeah there's heaps of chat about me going home. Or definitely is that quite coming. tough? Is that quite tough? Uh, living over overseas. Well, we met. Like, so I came home for a, you know, over Christmas break and we met in New Zealand over the Christmas break. So we've never lived together. But, okay. yeah, it's definitely getting, like, we're both starting, like, we're both getting into our mid-20s now and mm. we've done it for five years almost. Oh, yeah, with wow. ups and downs. Wow. We're with ups and downs. So it's yeah. definitely, it's, it's definitely getting tougher. Yeah, there's, we've, you... we've, we've said we're going to knock it on the head the long distance things next year regardless of whether she comes here or I go home. She better yeah. not be yeah. blonde. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Brunette. Would you would you would you say um she's punching or you're punching? <laughs> Yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah, me. Are you, are you betting? You're, you're betting. No, Marins, I'm not like, huh? Betting Marins. You know, betting, betting Marins. Yeah, me. Marins misses. Yeah, me. Oh, look, I'm not ugly, but she's. I've. I'm. She's. She's full my type, so. Yeah, yeah I know that. Oh, she did. She's my, she's my ten. Did she enjoy the tongue in jail, mate? <laughs> Hey! <laughs> did, you, did, did you enjoy the snaggle tooth, the missing tooth? <laughs> I tell you what, I, she was. She came over and lived for three months, and I had a missing tooth the whole time. But they gave me this temporary fake one. Oh yeah, and I, it was like stick up, and it still looked real shit. It looked shocking. And one night we were out drinking together, and I've woken up in the morning, no tooth. Oh, <laughs> you lost it. Yeah, lost it. So I had to go like another full month with fully no tooth. And like, I did it like with my job, I deal with the public all the time. Like, it was so embarrassing. Oh, no. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Go to to Roscoe Shelter, mate. He's a fucking dentist. Yeah. He makes the shit. He makes the shit. Yeah. How do you lose (laughs) your tooth? Yeah. Here's one for you. Um, Who's the best drinker at your club or NRL player that you've, you've played with? Out of all the players I've played with, who's the best drinker? Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who can get best on a, a night bender? Yeah, who's... The best bender is, well, I've never... Hopper. Yeah. Hopper Wadi. Jamil. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. can't stop him. He's a fiend. Or Jaden. Jaden. Nicorema. Nicorema. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> But he's like he's 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 off that he's off that wagon now, so he's not like that anymore. Oh, yeah. So, but is he yeah. is he is he trying to get back? Uh, there's well, stories played, of him trying to get back first, to the NRL. Yeah, he played his first game with us on the weekend. Oh, how was he? Back Did he look rusty? Yeah, cool. yeah, no, no, he didn't look rusty at all. He was bloody gun. But yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, Jamil Hopewadi, that's the answer. And what about the opposite? Yeah, the flip side. Yeah. Who's the worst? On the, the biggest. Who's the most? Who's the crier or the emotional one? <laughs> my my buddy, my, one of my best mates. He falls in love every time he goes out. <laughs> Softball, I'm telling you. Softball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, I don't know the the well like the most well known name. That uh, I don't know. There's not many. Like yeah. footballers yeah. are pretty bad. Pretty bad <laughs> culture. Oh, let's go! And then, and then, um, we'll go. Who's the best player you've played with, or you've played, or we've been at training with, or anyone who's played in the NRL? Who's the best player you've played around? Oh, probably Munster. Oh, you played with yeah, money. You played with Munster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, When I had my debut twenty, when I had my debut twenties game for Melbourne. He yeah. Munster was the half, so but he quite often went and played New South Wales Cup because yeah. he was just he uh, was you know they were progressing him to he was a guaranteed NRL player pretty much, mm. and they were just progressing him at that stage. So yeah, but I don't know. He just like fed confidence into the whole team. Like he just when he was playing, you just felt like you were going to win. Yeah. I loved watching yeah. him. <clears> even though up, he was so good. Mm, yeah, so even good. though I didn't play with him much and. I probably didn't understand how good he was going to be at the time. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, what right, about yeah. the um, What about the Gold Coast boys? Like Fogarty, he's only just like he's so new to the NRL, really. So, and then you've got um, Jaden. Is it Jaden Campbell? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. So, how how are those Gold Coast boys? Because that, that's like a breeding ground right now for the Titans. Yeah. One thought, like that, like Jamal Fogarty, like he's been a consistent cup player for years on end. Yeah. Like I. I'm under the impression that if you uh, can play Queensland Cup consistently every week and perform well, that you could play NRL no worries. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Even though, even though it's a big step, like I think if you can be a consistent, like high performer in Queensland Cup, then you can go on to play NRL and you'll be you'll be completely fine. You'll just slot in there and do your job, which Jamal about- Fogarty's done. Yeah, what about Jaden Campbell? He looks like a, a live wire. Him, he looks, yeah, he looks sharp. Yeah, he's sharp. Hey, is he yeah. hard to tackle? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I've I don't know if I've missed him. Slippery gypsy. Yeah, I don't know if I've played against him. Okay. Like I don't have any. Who does he play for? Uh, Did he? Play, he would have played Gold Coast or whatever their side is. No, I didn't. I didn't play against him. I didn't play because it was sure. like they they versed him in the early rounds and I had a. Uh, I had a bad knee at the time, so I never, I never played him. What? But he carved the, he carved the boys up though. Yeah, yeah. He looks. What yeah, about looks um? Uh, what about going all the way back to the under twenty Warriors, bro? Did you, did you play with like Jazz and Nathaniel Roach and all that? Yeah, yeah. Played with all them. There's so he, many, like, he... so many players that I played with in the twenties have gone on to play first grade. Yeah. yeah. What, what was, what was Jazz like? Like, was he, was he, was he a grub back then? Yeah, yeah, cheeky. Like I put up a video. Like I put up a video last. Like I, I did this. I'm, I am not a great kicker. Like I'm a nine that doesn't got a great kicking game. And I got a little grubber through in the last minute last night, and we, um, and one of the boys scored off it. And Jazz messaged me straight away, being a cheeky cunt. Like, yeah. Last night. Oh yeah, yeah. He literally he texts me. He messaged me and he goes, "Fuck, what a donkey kick." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just who he is, you know. He's cheeky ass, is he? And he doesn't, yeah, yeah. yeah he, what, but he's, what about um? Yeah. Another one that I actually feel sorry for. You've also played with as well, Nathaniel Roach. Was he quite injury prone back back then, playing with him? Yeah, yeah, real injury prone. Yeah, I feel sorry for him too because he's a freak. He's a player too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd give me finger to have his rig. Yeah, he's <laughs> he could he's, top it off. he's He's, <laughs> he's um, I actually feel sorry for him. Yeah, no, nah, he's quite a good player. One yeah, he, he was so wanna, fit and fast. Yeah, one question mm. that I want to ask you, like the Walker brothers, how they how they coach. Would you love to mm. see that style in the NRL? Whoa, I don't know. I hate playing them. Yeah, I can say that. Like they like when you know. Well, I've actually I'm actually playing Ipswich this weekend. And right. they still they still play that Walker Brothers style, like your touch yeah. footy, chip and chase, short kickoffs, and it is nothing but a pain in the ass to verse. But like, if things don't like, they're either they're rocks and diamonds, you know, like yeah, they're either going to play awesome or they're going to be the most dog shit team you've ever played in your life. Like, I'd love yeah. to see it in the NRL with like yeah, a good roster. Yeah, be interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you if you ask me, like, who's the worst team to verse in the Interest Super Cup? Ipswich. Okay. Purely mm. because of they play that Walker brother style, it's an, it's a nightmare. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um, that'll that'll wrap us up here for now, bro. Um, good yeah, to get sweet. you on. 
Um, good, good to yeah, get, good to get me. your insight of of the lower grades. You know, it's all all well and good having all these higher grade people, but it's it's also good to get the side of someone you know grinding to get up there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, right. yeah. Thanks for me. yeah. Thanks no, it's for been a pleasure. On, and yeah, it. all good. <laughs> There's, there's the old dad right there. G'day, there's the old, there's old mum. <laughs> but yeah, boys, that that'll that'll be us for another another podcast. Uh, been another good one. Um, so yeah, make sure and listen in next time, and remember always stay stiff. Stay Cheers, stiff. Cheers, Sweet. Mate. Thanks, boys. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Big Step Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, jump over to social media or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a follow. So from all the boys of the Big Stiff Podcast, cheers and stay stiff.